Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. Jump inside this podcast and I'm going to teach you how to read your own blood work so you can find the answers to your health concerns. Yes, those normal labs that your doctor keeps saying, oh, they look great. We'll see you again in six months. They really have answers in them if you know how to read it correctly. So come join me along this journey, leave a review and share with your friends. Let's dive in. What health coaching certification program do I recommend? I get this question asked all the time. Well, I've finally vetted them out and the one program that outshines all others is Functional Diagnostic Nutrition or FDN. There are three reasons why. One, it's very clinically based and teaches labs. I myself turned down a master's degree in functional medicine because it didn't teach labs. Two, you have lifetime access and it always gets updated. This is important because things change and you need to be in the know. Three, when you complete the training on your timeline, they have an incredible post-grad community. So they don't just kick you out on the streets and say, good luck. If you've been thinking about receiving your health coaching certification or are a practitioner looking to branch out and scale a virtual practice, now is the time. Make 2023 your year. Do this for you, your family, and those you're about to help. Go to fdntraining.com slash Dr. Kylie. Check the show notes for a $250 off code available for a limited time. I am happy to announce that I have partnered with Functional Diagnostic Nutrition because I love their program so much. They're now the podcast sponsor. All right, let's get into the podcast episode. Here we go. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. If you have a heart concern or any cardiovascular disease running inside your family and you don't want to just be another statistic in your family, well, listen up. Uh, Andrew Carlson is here and he not only has an incredible story about his own heart health, but he's going to help you learn heal from the cells and also by reading your blood work the right way as he is a functional blood work specialist. So Andrew, welcome on. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm very excited to share my story. I know you've, I've seen little dip, dip, tidbits of your story, but I want to know the whole thing. So I'm just going to turn it over to you. Sounds good. So all my heart issues started when I was 16 years old. I ran track and field. And during one experience of a practice, my heart started going very fast, like from 80 beats a minute to 200 and over 200 beats a minute. So I went to the doctor and they said, oh, you need to have an ablation. Had the ablation. Everything was fine for a few years until I turned 22 when it happened. You had an ablation at 16 years old? Yes. Holy smokes. My dad just had one. 54? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, keep going. So then I had one at 21. And at 21, the doctor came to me and said, hey, this is unsuccessful. We can't find the little hole that's in the ventricle part of the heart. So we have to put a defibrillator in just in case. And that was a big, at 21, that's a big decision to put a defibrillator in. But they basically said, put a defibrillator in, otherwise you lose your driver's license. So I had to get a defibrillator put in at 22. And then he said, all right, now we want to make sure that your heart is healthy. So make sure you get plenty of exercise. So that's what I did. (laughs) I exercised. The very first time I exercised, uh, I got shocked. 
but I didn't just get shocked once or twice by the defibrillator like it's supposed to, and then the heart rhythm goes back to normal. This one ended up going 62 times. And it messed up my heart in such a way to where I had to go into the hospital. I was in the hospital for about five days. I had two additional ablation surgeries just to get it back to a normal heart rhythm. And then they basically put me on medication and said, okay, you're on an antiarrhythmic and you're on a beta blocker. Go exercise. And I'm like, man. And you're 22 years old. 22 years old. Working in the film industry at the time. Super stressful work environment. So he also said, all right, now you have to give up your dreams of working in the film industry and find something less stressful. <laughs> oh, the film industry. That's going to be perfect for your food show coming exactly. up in the next five years. I'm already calling it out. I love it. So good. Yep. And so... I did. He said, go back out there, get a different job. So I decided something less stressful, restaurants, which not as less stressful, but something that I still love. So then I went into, did exercise. Same thing happened again. Had to go back into Gosh. surgery. And then this was a rinse, wash, and repeat. I ended up getting 10 ablations over the course of three years just because the defibrillator kept I like to say it malfunctioned because it never once shocked me once or twice. Every time that it would go off, it shocked me about 50 to 70 times, which then caused. How, what do you feel like when it shocks you? What do you feel? So it's like a horse kicking you in the chest. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's not something that's a little thing. So you're getting kicked like 70 times. and then... Yeah. So I really had to learn throughout this process. I kind of went down the rabbit hole of holistic health. And that's why I found holistic health was because I said, all right, I need to figure out a way to calm myself while I'm going through these episodes. So I found hypnosis when I was like 22 years old. And then on the very last surgery at 25 years old, the night nurse was the doctor said, all right, he's on an antiarrhythmic. We need to start dialing back down the IV and start feeding him the medicine orally. She didn't, she was new. So she didn't understand that my heart was going to be all wonky anyway. So instead of dialing back down the IV, she only increased the dosage of that medication with feeding me orally and keeping it at full steam through an IV. So then by I was in the I was in the recovery room. So about 6 p.m. that night, I started shaking and almost looked like I had Parkinson's disease where I was shaking so bad that I literally couldn't hold a phone. I couldn't feed myself. I couldn't do anything. The doctor said, oh, this is just normal. I was like, something's not right. What are your parents doing doing, doing all this? Uh, they lived in Minnesota. They couldn't afford coming out and You're traveling. on your so own, on my own. I had a girlfriend at the time who luckily her and her family were there and very supportive. And I still love them very much gratefully Holy for crap. it. But yeah, all my parents and family were back home in Minnesota. But by 10 p.m. that night, my girlfriend at the time basically said, I've been here for a week. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I need sleep. And I literally begged her. I was like, please don't leave. Something's wrong. You know, I something's wrong. You can't leave. But she left in the hospital from where we lived was about an hour drive, especially in the Los Angeles traffic. Yes. So by 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. in the morning, I had to find my phone and took me about an hour to text her, but I said, get here now. And that's all I said, just those three words. But it took so long for me just to hold my phone and to type those things, get here now. By 5 a.m., she got there. When she walked in the room, she asked how I was doing, and I just grunted. I couldn't talk. Mentally, I knew exactly what I wanted to say. But physically, I could only 
grunt. I was just like, uh, because that's all I could do. I couldn't talk. I had no more, you know, reflexes when it came to actually being able to talk. So she ran out to the doctor and he said, oh, I'll be there in a minute. She grabbed him by the ear, pulled him into the room and said, something's wrong. You need to do something now. And he went ghost white when he asked me what was going on. And they said that you should never just take the IV out because it's very deadly for the IV just to come out, which is why we needed to dial back down the medication through the IV. They yanked that IV out. They rushed me down to get a brain scan and they saw that I was moments away from stroking out and dying. And then it took me about eight hours to get back to a place to where I could talk again. And that was at 25 years old. Because they had your medication dosed so high through an IV plus oral. At such a toxic level. Mm -hmm. Okay, keep going. I'm listening. And then from there, I basically was like, all right, this defibrillator is not doing anything that it's supposed to be doing. We need to turn it off. It took them two years for them to be okay to a point to where they could turn off the defibrillator. So I spent a two-year period not being able to work out, stressed out, dealing with palpitations left and right on heart medication. And then I basically said, I can't live like this anymore. So we need to turn the defibrillator off because I have PTSD when it comes to exercising. Oh, I'm yeah. super stressed out. <laughs> you, know when the, you never know when that thing is going to go off. Exactly. So that I spent that six-year period from 25 to 31 dealing with health issues that didn't make sense, like autoimmune symptoms. I was gaining weight. I couldn't lose weight. Um, I was bloated all the time. I had such massive brain fog. And it was just such a slow increase of health issues that happen where I thought, oh, this is what getting older is all about. I just have bad You're 31. Bad genes. <laughs> I was 25, 26, You're not 27. You're 81. Like, right? I know. And it was such an eye-opening thing. And then at 30, towards the end of January 2021, I started looking into functional nutrition. I was like, something has, something's not right. So I never correlated that food could impact the body because I never went to college. I wasn't one of those people that were like, yep, I'm studying the body. It was one of these things where my health depended on me studying the body so I could actually understand what's going on because I can't keep living in this prison. I like to say it was basically that inner child inside of me is stuck inside a prison and I never knew when I was going to get beat up by my own body, which is a terrifying yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, so then I started learning about functional nutrition, which is then how I stumbled into becoming business partners with a really good friend of mine, Nicole Lani, who opened my eyes up to even more of a world of functional nutrition and just the holistic world in general. And then I met you. <laughs> and then we went through your blood work specialist course. And literally all of this stuff has opened my eyes to I ended up learning what it meant to truly detox at a cellular level. I detoxed it. I literally went on an elimination diet, detoxed at that cellular level. And within six months, all of my health issues went away. I, I was going to ask you, what was the solution for yep. so not being a, able to do what you do without mm -hmm. all your health concerns? Yeah. So when Nicole first asked me to join the business, I said, yes, but because I'm in charge of marketing, I want to really make sure I understand what it's like to be a client and go through it. 
plus I have my own health issues. So it would be really good for me just to understand what a client would experience. Yeah, for so sure. January Brilliant. 1st, 2022, I started that cellular detox. And at I the time, it was so recent. It was very recent. And my face was so inflamed. It was insane. I'm starting to get memories on Facebook from last year. And I'm like, oh, no, why didn't I see it? <laughs> but I was so inflamed. And then literally within a, a month period, a four week period, like I started losing all the health issues that I had. And within a six month period, by June of 2022, everything was gone. And the best part about it was I didn't even correlate my heart issues to inflammation, but I no longer have palpitations. I no longer have ventricle issues. And the best part is my resting heart rate is in the 50s and 60s. That's great. Do you still have a defibrillator in? I do. The only reason why they're unwilling to take it out right now is because the battery's not dead. So they're not saying it's important to extract it. So around 2024, I'm going to be able to get it taken out. Holy crap. <laughs> so I'll have it for about a full 10 years. At least it's shut off. Finally, you got them convinced to shut the dang thing off. Yes. And okay, so dive into, you know, you think about heart health and you think about the cardiovascular system. Cellular healing does not come to my mind. Mm -hmm. How does that impact you and the cardiovascular system? That's a great question. And I think one of the key important aspects of it is when it comes to like cellular health, it's more focused on like the gut and the brain and how that impacts what happens inside the cardiovascular system. Because too often, if we get stressed out or we're stress eating or we're having gut issues, the brain is going to essentially say, hey, something's wrong. It enters fight or flight mode. And then that chemical reaction in the brain through the nervous system can also impact the cardiovascular. So although they couldn't at the time of my heart issues, um, when they would pump adrenaline into my body, they never got my heart to go through an episode of like speeding up really fast. But what they didn't focus in on was I forgot to mention that I had to do eight of those surgeries without anesthesia, by the way. What? <laughs> I had to. That's why I learned hypnosis was so I could be in a hypnotic anesthesia um, because the adrenaline wasn't interfering or not the adrenaline, but the anesthetic was interfering with their ability to get it to do what it needed to do. Gosh. So my I was cousin awake just, during those surgeries. My cousin just finished his nurse anesthetist school. Mm hmm. Yeah, I would blow his mind. <laughs> Hook us up. I'll definitely tell him. <laughs> I'll become Facebook friends with you too. Connect yeah, you. for sure. But when it comes to the cardiovascular system, I didn't even realize the level of impact that it would have on when you heal the cells. All of a sudden, the cardiovascular system was also operating properly. So throughout this process, I was exercising about 30 to 60 minutes per day of just a brisk walk. Um, sometimes I'll do some interval sprints and stuff just to make sure that I was getting enough to help the mitochondria out a little bit. But at that level, 
it wasn't one of those things where I went into the cellular healing where I was like, I'm going to make sure this helps my heart. It was a afterthought of, oh my gosh, I haven't had an episode in four months. That's huge. Yeah. And especially when you had, you were exercising. I was exercising and I would. Four months. Yeah. Okay. So you started healing your cells. What damages cells to begin with? Stress. And not just stress like externally, because if you're a parent, you're going to have stress. <laughs> if you're a business owner, you're going to have stress. If, whatever, if you if live you're a in human 2023, being. <laughs> you have stress. Exactly. But everything else around us causes stress as well. A lack of sleep, the chemicals that you use for cleaning solutions, which is why I always talk about making sure you clean, use non-toxic cleaning solutions what you eat, because digestion is actually the number one most stressful thing our body can go through every single day. So yeah, I understand if you're having adrenal issues, eating two to three times a day is necessary to keep that energy level up while you're healing the adrenals. And a lot of personal trainers will say you need to eat two to three times a day to make sure that you feed your cells. And it's like, sometimes your cells need a break. (laughs) It's really a balancing act. It really is. How do you how do you navigate that balancing act with every individual? Through their blood work. Because I really okay. want to make sure the number one thing that well, not the number one, but another thing that causes internal stress is gonna be those low grade viruses or those low grade infections that kind of act like sharks in the water and they wait yeah. till like there's that. that weak chain in the, the genes or you're dealing with something and then they'll go attack. Um So those infections do it. So I want to make sure that if you're dealing with an infection or you're dealing with adrenal issues, we address those things first. And then we address the nutrition on top of that. But if you're relatively healthy as an individual, then making sure that you eat enough two to three meals a day is going to be more than plenty for you. So if you were to say, what's two two ways you can do right now to actions to whatever it is you can do right now to start healing your cells what would they be the first thing would be sleep sleep making sure that you're getting enough adequate sleep because if you're not getting enough sleep your body can't actually go through the detox process and good sleep too quality Uh, sleep yeah not just eight hours of sleep and then you've like woken up every hour it's like you want to make sure you're in that REM cycle you're in that deep sleep cycle and that you feel refreshed when you wake up I was talking to some teenagers yesterday and and they were like, well, we don't wake up till noon, sometimes even two in the afternoon. Wow. And and then my next question was, well, then what time do you go to bed? Oh, like two or three in the morning. Like, well, you just wasted the ver- the most important four hours of your night. Exactly. And then you wonder why teenagers have issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Humans are no different. Or adults are no different. Doesn't matter your scenario. Get the good sleep, make it quality, make it a priority. It's not mm-hmm. worth your health being destroyed because you're unwilling to make wise choices when it comes to bedtime. So exactly. one, sleep. What's number two? The second thing I would really focus in on is nutrition. Okay. And the reason why this is so many people, especially if you're focusing on that standard American diet, you are causing a lot of internal stress in the body. So if you're not focusing in on 
making sure you're getting high quality fats, proteins, vegetables, fruits, things that really do replenish the body. Then you're kind of just putting yourself already at a disadvantage throughout the whole day. So we could call it as eat things without a label. Yes. Whole foods. Whole foods. Real foods. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of diet right there. And then if you splash in a Hershey's kiss or two, it's not a big deal, right? Exactly. <laughs> you need to treat yourself every once in a while. That's that's my thing, too, is like the way I determine whether you're in a good blood sugar stability or not, can you just have a bite of chocolate or do you need to eat the entire candy bar? Mm, 100%. Right? If you just have that bite and you're satisfied, ready to rock and roll. If you need to eat the entire Snickers, um, we got some work to do. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so there you have it. If Andrew can overcome his crazy, crazy cardiovascular story at such a very young age, you can too. In fact, you can better better than overcoming, let's prevent it in the first place. 100%. Go work with Andrew and his partner, Nicole Lanny at CellularHealthAndWellness.com. You can also join their Facebook group, Autoimmune Health Secrets Revealed. All right, Andrew, any last word of advice? Last word of advice is, honestly, at the end of the day, the best thing that you can do is focus on putting yourself first. Because I was so busy putting everyone else first that I let the work get ahead of me. I let my nutrition slide. I let family stuff and friend stuff go before me. And that's ultimately what led to my health demise. I wasn't paying attention to the signs. So if you feel that something is off, go talk to somebody about it. And if they say, oh, it's fine, it's normal, go ask somebody else. Because chances are, if you think it's wrong and something's wrong, there probably is an indication that something's wrong. Go join your Facebook group, ask the question inside there, get yours and Nicole's perspective. And then also when it comes to food, I know you guys are posting some incredible recipes. I wish, I get, I joke with Nicole, like, wish you could be my chef, wish you could <laughs> make food for me and send it my way. Yep. <laughs> That's my hardest thing is I just, I'm not a chef, I'm, I can cook, but give me a recipe and I'll be fine. Cooking those autoimmune inflammatory, anti-inflammatory diets. And then not only is it an anti-inflammatory diet, but it's good. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, it tastes good, which is very nice. <laughs> I come from the restaurant industry. So one of my core values was really making sure, because when we first got into the autoimmune world, it was like, oh, the food is so complicated. So I want to make it quick, easy, and delicious. And that's mm-hmm. why Nicole and I are on a mission to help people with recipes and cooking. Well, let's find a producer of yours so we can get that TV show started. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks so much for having me. The health coaching certification program that I recommend is Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, or FDN. You can get started anytime. So grab the $250 off code from the show notes and go to fdntraining.com slash Dr. Kylie and get started. Don't wait any longer. Make 2023 your year. Do this for you, your family, and for those you're about to help. fdntraining.com slash Dr. Kylie. 
Ready to have all of your blood work compiled in one location where you can easily read it all together? Well, go grab my book, Why Are My Labs Normal, on Amazon. Grab it, learn how to read your own labs, and take the power back in your hands because your normal blood work is loaded with answers. You just got to have the right person reading it, and the right person can be you. Go grab it on Amazon, Why Are My Labs Normal by Dr. Kylie Burton. Leave a review, and we'll see you on the next episode.